Hey everybody, it's Mary Lou Monroe Ray from Rated Oz Radio here on the east coast of Australia. And I have a lovely guest that you're just going to adore. Dynamic voice. A country contemporary singer, acoustic guitarist. You'll love her. So stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Well, I've got my lovely guest, and her name's Kimberly Bowden, beautiful lady that I had the honor and pleasure of recording live at The Bug about a month ago. How you going, Mary Lou? I'm good. That's I'm good. good. Thank you so much for joining That's us today. Right. Thank you for having me. Oh, pleasure. You have just got such a beautiful voice. Thank you very much. Yes. It was a real um, treat to go and sing at The Bug. Yeah. It was a new kind of place to find, and... I haven't sung there before, so I was really blown away. Yes, it's a great little venue. The yeah. crowd just appreciates so much the music and the artists that come in there. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's been run by volunteers too. Yeah, I know. Quite a number of years. Yeah, I know. It's 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 definitely a little diamond. Yeah. 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 So we'll have to hope, well, hopefully we will hear you there again. I'm sure everybody there that... Um, yeah, I hope so. Heard hope you. To. Well, you've we'll got see. a great response. Yeah. But I'm sure there are lots of things coming up for you. So tell me about your journey, how you began. So you started quite young as an artist. Yeah, I started um, when I was, uh, I think I had singing lessons from about five. Oh, and wow. I started singing on stage really young. And then I started doing country music festivals when I was about nine. Yeah. And I continued that until probably around 19 and I've just been professionally singing ever since then really so yeah. I've always sung and always written songs and recorded and yeah yeah it's basically the journey and then a couple of years ago I did the voice as well yes yeah, yeah. so that was fun too that would have been you were on Delta Goodrum's team yes yeah yeah Delta so. she's awesome yeah yeah it was good it was really exciting and inspiring and challenging yeah all of the good stuff all the good stuff. Yeah. But it prepared you for stagecraft and different things, I suppose. It was nice to have the coaches and the feedback and I learnt um, to deal with nerves again because I find that when I'm singing gigs and stuff, I don't really get nervous. So I had to actually cope with nerves for once, which was pretty, pretty yeah. scary. But it was good. Yeah. The whole thing was definitely... Well, it's a different platform on television and you've got... You know, cameras on you and certain marks, yeah. I suppose. So yeah, no, yeah. definitely not my usual, <laughs> my usual gig. It was a bit stressful, but it was good. It well, was, it was really good. You've learnt how to be prepared for that anyway. You've yeah, had some pre-training. That's right for those times when you do go on a show and you're showcased. So you moved to Nashville. Oh, I was living in Nashville, um, but I wasn't moved there. I, I was okay. there for a, a uh, kind of a networking trip. So I was there for two months. Oh, so I, okay. I wasn't living there full time. I just was oh, there okay. for a couple of months and I just was writing and visiting and trying to kind of understand the town and just yeah. see everything. And So how did that impress you? The, yeah, the it, was, it was really good. I felt like... Nashville to me has a bit of a heartbeat going through it. Yeah. It's just um it's such an alive inspiring city, but it's it's an intimidating intimidating place as well. Sure. And I kind of made the decision not to move there. I think if I'd have moved with a friend or a partner or something, I might have gone, yeah. but I didn't really fancy going there on my own. Yeah. So I I definitely want to go back, but I'm not sure I would ever move and live there. Okay. Um, yeah. But who knows where life will take you? Yes, that's yeah. right. There's always something. When I was unfolding. younger, though, I was there when I was 24, and at the time, I just didn't feel like it was your place, the place for me. Yeah. 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 You co-wrote a song uh, for Tim McGraw's song "Truck Yeah" with Preston. Bruce. Oh no! So I I co-wrote a song with Preston Bruss, yeah. and he was a co-writer on "Truck Yeah." Oh, so I didn't right. I didn't write truck yet. Okay, <laughs> I misread that. It's a funny song though. Um yeah. but no, I I did write with him. So I wrote with a few people that 
had had some hits, but I I, right. I would probably be in a slightly better financial situation. <laughs> yes, I could have done with those royalties. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But you know, as a songwriter, I mean, you do write beautiful lyrics. Thank you, and I uh, really enjoyed your performance, especially that one. Do I? Yeah, so weird. It's a funny song that one. Like, it, well, it's not funny, but it's it's um it's just the song that everyone brings up. Yeah, like it's so interesting to me that that song. Anytime people hear it, they might hear five or six of my songs, but they always go to that song yeah. <laughs> most commonly. Yes. And that was like a completely different take on the original recording of that song that I did mm. that night. So yeah, it was really fun to play with that. And it was yes. weird that it became so much more emotional, mm. changing the way I sing it. Yes. So, yeah. Cause it's telling a, you're telling the story, but it had a beautiful, yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. And the way Dave Maguire played, this is at the bug about a month ago Yeah, where you did. Now, what kind of version did you call it when you're doing a cover of a song of your own? Well, yeah, because Triple J does this thing where other artists will go in and it's called a like a version. And so they'll choose a song that they want to do a a cover of and they do a different version of it. Sure. And so when we started messing around with Do I, I was like, it's like I'm doing a like a version of my own song. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is completely different to the recording. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, like very kind of re-energized that song for me because I'm, I fell in love with it again yeah. by singing it that way. Yes. So, yeah. mm, it's oh, it's beautiful. So, maybe we can play that one at the end of the show. Yeah, that would be great. So, um, they can hear the version. And you can always go to now, you're on different platforms for Spotify. Yeah. iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on Apple. iTunes. I'm pretty much on every platform that you can go on to and stream. So, unless yeah. it's. Um, yeah, no, I am. I'm pretty much everywhere. So yeah. you can find me. You can Shazam my songs. You can do all those things. Ooh, Shazam. Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. People Shazam my songs. <laughs> so if you're listening to the radio and you want to know who sings that, yeah. there's this app called Shazam and you can just press the button and it'll listen and tell you who it is. Oh, I so like that. So you can even do that with my music as well. My it's very good. Goodness. It is. The advanced technology we have today. Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had two albums, one that you released with your own name, Kimberly Bowden. That yeah. was um, in 2009. Yeah. And then you've released Burnt On You, which was released in 2015. Yeah. So... With those ones, is that an ongoing story for you or are they completely different? Yeah, they were. Well, the first EP, I was 19 and I was very, very young. Like, I was a young 19. So the songs on there, they're all co-written and, you know, it's all just, like, they're great songs, but Mm. they were pretty much just stories that I'd either make made up like we imagined these situations and we made up all these songs yes. and they turned turned out really well yeah and then <laughs> the second dp was me it was more like they were like things that i'd written about that had happened to, to me you. and yeah. so that was more derailed was definitely like there was only one song on there that i had kind of invented mm-hmm. and the rest was like real emotions that i'd put into music yes. and then can't stop living it is the song that I released in 2019 just after the voice and that song was yeah my songwriting now is all completely like it's my diary just like kind of you know Taylor Swift has said that before it's like your most intimate thoughts yes very personal I don't write much rubbish anymore (laughs) like made up (laughs) stories um so well, yeah. you have a voice and you have something to tell. Yeah. And so many people can relate with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, even that one song you did, uh, was it I Do? And then you oh. sort of went, oh, you were, you were quite emotional yourself. Oh, yeah, it was Do I, yeah. Yeah. That song, that was weird. It's strange because I have written songs in the past that weren't real and then 
they became real. Mm, yeah. Like that I had lived that situation yeah. and then I was like, oh, my God, it's just like fortune telling here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like life imitates art and art yeah. imitates life. But this was like often. a good 10 mm. years later, so it was pretty. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, because I think we wrote Do I when I was 18, 17, 18, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, you know. I'm 32 now, so yeah. for it to – it's a long time later for it to kind of come into play. Yeah, but anyway. And just when we think we've moved on from things, there's still that little part of us, you know, that's a bit vulnerable. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's just life. Life is vulnerability. You're yes. just always going to be thrown into situations that Absolutely. are going to challenge you. Yeah. And you just have to choose how you're going to deal with it. Yeah, that's mm. right. And it is all about choices. Yeah. Too. And yeah. as a friend once said to me, oh, you will meet yourself several times along your journey. Yeah. And I I think, yeah, y- you do. And you can look at where you've come from and where you've been. And sometimes it surprises us when things still can affect us. But, yeah. You know, these have also been times that have been a bit challenging for people. and Definitely. Yeah. yeah so no. there's lots of emotion, lots of changes happening too. So it's just being able to breathe. And as Carolyn Hammond, who I interviewed last week, said, oh, but it makes good fodder for songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. It does make good, um, it does make your brain just kind of flow. Yes. Because you've yeah. got so much going on. Mm. Mm. Anyway. So how does that process work for you when you, are you just in a quieter space or do you, what inspires you to write? I can always feel a song coming on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. That sounds so weird. No. Like a sneeze. Yeah. I know it's going to happen. (laughs) Um, It just doesn't come out that way. But um, I can definitely feel when I've got something to write about. I've kind of gotten to the point now where, like I sat down and wrote something last night that I really don't expect I will ever sing to anybody else. Mm. And it was just for me. I wanted to sing. I wanted to say certain feelings out loud about something. very powerful. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes it's just for me. Sometimes I'm trying to write what I think people will like. And sometimes I'm just trying to write what I will like. Yes. Um, But usually it's me with lyrics and a melody coming at the same time. Okay. I don't often yeah. do one without the other. Yeah. Sometimes I'll write down lyrics because I'm quite a, like I'm stronger at lyrics I think sometimes than I am at melody, but, mm. but they also flow together at the same time. Yes. But I'm always, yeah. if I'm in a songwriting session, I'm always spitting out 10 more lyrics than whoever I'm with half the time because I'm like, what about this? What about this? What about this? You know, <laughs> like, um, so I'm definitely very very obsessed with the lyric side of things yes Mm. yes, I do love writing myself yes yes how uh, do you find that it happens for you um I'll either watch something or hear somebody say something and it evokes emotion or it'll be something that makes me think about that situation or I'll hear a melody in a song and that will evoke something for me that guides me to start writing and once the muse gets in once I start tapping into that energy it's like and and as a writer as well once I start I I don't stop and I don't even realize an hour has gone by Mm. or you know so I don't know if you feel that way once you're tapped in yeah Yeah. it depends I always I actually find I'd sit on things for 10 15 minutes 20 minutes and then it's like no it's gone now and yeah. I'm, I'll come back to it and I'll think about it. Yeah. But I might not do anything with it for another week or, uh, you know, some songs it was like five years sitting yeah. with a sunny in my brain. brain. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. But anyway. So it's great that you can play, you know, acoustic guitar and yeah. some chords to remember that. I haven't picked up a guitar in a while. But I tend to sing the melody. I get out my app and hit voice recorder because I think I will not remember this in the morning and it tends to come in the middle of the night. Yeah. So does that happen to you? Yeah, you wake definitely. wake up with a song in your head? Usually <laughs> if I can't sleep, like just a few nights ago, I couldn't sleep. 
and I had all these like lines popping into my head and I have to write it down otherwise I can't go to sleep so then I write it down and then I think I tossed and turned for a little while afterwards and then I kind of wrote them into my idea last night um so but I kind of like I used to want to be true to ideas and Mm. kind of like if this is how it happened then it has to be exactly like this or But the truth of the matter is if you have a situation or a person or something that you're writing about, even if there's a lot of pain, yeah. if you only write about the joy, yeah. it looks like you're not writing the truth, yes. but you're just writing about one side of the coin. Yeah. So I don't try and tell the whole story anymore sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just focus on yeah. the good or I focus on the bad or whatever the point is and try and yeah. keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. So that's the message yeah. you want to bring through the most yeah. that you feel yeah, strongest that's, about. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. like. This is what I'm focusing on right now. Anything that is a really complex idea that comes out, usually I haven't put a lot of thought into it. It's just spilled out of me because if I try and contrive a complex idea into a song, it will just yeah. never work. Yeah, It's too complicated Yeah, of a puzzle to to do yes so yeah yeah, I try to keep things simple but occasionally I do have those really like Jesus I can't believe I wrote that you know yeah like it's a lot in a song yes and I don't know how I've managed to fit it in there but I did (laughs) (laughs) well when the story comes it just needs to be told sometimes and I believe that we you know we do the music's already there the song you've already written you just have to be in that space and ready to allow it to come through. Yeah. I find myself. But where's your favourite place to perform, do you think? Um, you? My favourite place? Oh. I mean, selfishly, it's just in my bedroom mm-hmm. with my guitar. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, I mean, sometimes I, I think for me it's more like, depending on who's listening, like a room like The Bug is a favorite place yes you know and I've only ever sung there once but I was mm. like I could sing here all the time yes. a room uh, there's a place in far north Queensland called Bingle Bay Cafe okay I love singing there yeah there's a lot of kids with no shoes running around it's a very relaxed little beach town yes. there's it's tiny there's literally one street and it's got a great vibe yeah. so I love it there but you know like if I'm lucky enough to get on stage with fantastic musicians sure that immediately yes. makes everything amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm yes. excited to just work with other people usually. Yeah. So, definitely. but definitely the audience, um, the audience, but I, if they're listening, that's amazing. Mm. But cause I play a lot of cover gigs. Usually they're not <laughs> listening. <laughs> they're just drinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, so yes. funny. But when you have an appreciative audience, that just like they like did the bug, yeah, definitely. The bug. Yeah, the whole room was so quiet. I know it's so beautiful. I know they hang on to every note because your voice is beautiful and you sing with such passion and sincerity. And it's the tones we use or um, the uh, the way you phrase things. All those things come into that mix when you're performing yep. and telling that story. And there's just certain inflections in the voice that you just, oh, yeah. And, and I can see it actually. Oh, that's so sweet of you. You had to your say hand, that. sort of on, yeah. Above your heart. I'm such a goose. Like I will be feeling completely fine. Yeah. And then I will start singing a song, and all of a sudden, like someone's run over my dog. Like I'm just, you know, like if the song is about your dog being run over, if I sing it by the end of it, I feel like it actually happened to me. And it's, yeah. it's a little bit, I, I, I just kind of dive in. Yeah. So if it's a really happy song, I'll be really happy by the end of it. Yeah. If it's a really sad song, I'll be like, Ooh, you know, it's, it's funny. A true artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to be, definitely trying to be. Yeah. So have you collaborated with anybody else or you just wrote I mean, I've never recorded with anybody else. I do collaborate. I do write with other people. Mm -hmm. um, And I do see myself um, recording with um, a friend of mine probably at some point in the future because we seem to write quite well together. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, we've written a few duets and so maybe I'll bring him along to the bug next time. Who knows? Yes. But, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't recorded with anybody else up until this point, which, yeah. you know, I've always been solo. Yeah. So I definitely am open to doing something with someone else yeah. if, if the cocktail's right. Yeah. 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 Well, it has to work, doesn't it? That mm. mix where you're just so joyful about each other's gift. Mm. And then when you blend beautifully. Now, I noticed you sang Shallow. Oh, so yeah. A Star is Born. That had a huge impact on my life. So the, that's something. The movie. Yeah, it was a bit like my own this story. This is funny because, <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. I won't go into that. That's no, okay. No, that sounds intense though. Yeah. I, um... You you must be you must be strong. <laughs> I haven't um I haven't watched the movie. Okay, and yeah. this is, is funny because sad. I know yeah. that it's like I don't think I would recover from it. I need mm. like a full time patter yes. to just help me get through it. So I've yeah. never watched it. I've listened to Shallows, and I've listened to I will always remember us this yeah. way that Which song. Is- it's like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I haven't. Yeah, it's amazing, <laughs> that song. I yeah. actually think I like that even more than Shallows. Mm. But, um, yeah, I did sing Shallows. It was kind of one of those things that people were like, can you sing it? And it's almost like the ego in me is like, I wonder if I can sing it. <laughs> yeah. But still, it's it's like taking you to another level. And you sang it beautifully. Oh, thank you. You know, it It's was, a great song. It it's is. so good. Yeah. Lady wow. Gaga is just she so is. And had an talented. amazing group of writers with her. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Willie Nelson's son. Yeah. And guitar. didn't Mark Ronson, wasn't he a part of it? Yeah. Yeah. So some great artists. I mean, you know, it's a great movie. And such a great story, and the way they filmed it too was coming from the stage. Um, yeah. So that you felt like you were on stage with them. No. To the audience. Yeah. So it's nice. Very different for, aspect. Yeah. In for perspective. Someone who's not used to being on stage to see what it's like <laughs> on stage. Yeah. It's like, yes, it is very intimidating. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it can be. Uh. But once you start singing, do you find that you kind of get into sometimes I mean I go through all the different stages like you know I've I've done performances where I've been that nervous that I can't hear pitch anymore Mm. and I've guessed my entire way through I remember I sang at an award ceremony years ago and I sang do I and it was in front of a heap of people that I wanted to impress Mm. and I came off stage and I was just bawling my eyes out because I thought that I had done a bad performance because I couldn't hear. Mm. I just couldn't hear anything. And it wasn't the sound. It was me. <laughs> my ears checked out. They were like, this is too stressful. I don't want to know what happens. And then my friend, who was a great friend of mine, he kind of said to me, I said, was I out of tune? Like, was I out? Just tell me. I can. And he was like, no, you weren't. You were no. fine. And I was like. Oh, your pitch is beautiful. But I didn't. I, I, so that that's the situation when I did the voice, I felt like I could not relax into it. And then the crowd started clapping and I was like, oh my God, don't (laughs) clap. Like now I have to be in time with you. This is disastrous. Um, why do people do that to me? Clap with someone who has a sense of timing, please. Um, but then, you know, then I was like the bug, you know, there was a couple of songs where. I was so lost in it and there was a couple of songs where I was like, hmm, not the most comfortable I've ever been, Um, you know, but I have all different experiences. And then I've got experiences where I'm like, is this thing on? I feel dead inside. Like I don't even know why I'm doing this. (laughs) I go through the whole spectrum of emotions. But stuff like the bug is definitely when I'm my happiness. Yeah my happiness is all there and yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And you did a beautiful version of Dolly Parton's song. Here oh, here we again. come again. Here we come again. Here Sorry. we come again is like a song that if you sing it, you're happy. Yeah. You just yeah. can't not, not be happy. Oh, she's a And great it's a melancholy performer. idea. Yeah. So it's kind of funny <laughs> that it's so, the, the melody is, tricks you. Yeah. But it's just the way it is. Oh, God, yeah. it's a good song. But she went through a lot too, but she's so funny on performance. I remember her, some guy yelling out in the audience. She said, Earl, 
I told you to stay in the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's just got this really fast sense of humor, but I mean, she's been doing it all her life and she's very classy. Yeah. Apparently she's um, very like, nobody is ever going to make her behave in a way that she will regret. Yeah. Like when she, she's had interesting interviews where people have been very disrespectful to her mm. um, and it was acceptable back then. And she just always made herself, she always just said something really clever that made them look silly but didn't like didn't. at all tarnish her own class. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, God, she's good. Mm. Well, her. that's just being comfortable in your own skin and knowing who you are. Yeah. I guess so. And, and not ashamed. Know, not ashamed of who we are. We have no reason to be ashamed. We're these incredible creative beings. We've come here to create and we're supposed to have fun. It's not supposed to be so hard. I think we've just been trained to think that it, life is a struggle and you can't get anywhere without sacrifice and all those sorts of things. And that's not really true. That's not really who we are. And we tend to know that when we're aligned with who we are and we're in that happy space and we don't worry about what anybody else thinks and we just do it because we just love doing it. Yeah. And that's the reason why we start too. Yeah. So I guess as a child, did you just love music and singing? Yeah, just singing. I was just obsessed this is funny, but I was obsessed with the sound of my own voice. Like, it's a funny thing. Like, you're not – I feel like sometimes – like, nobody writes songs and then sings them to people if they don't like them. Sure. So why do you have to say that – you like, it feels weird to say I really love my own songs. <laughs> because <laughs> but, people are going to think, well, oh, she's, you know, thinks she's great. But – when I was little, hmm. I was obsessed with my own voice. Yeah. That's why you become a singer because yes. you like singing and you like the way you sound. Yeah. And I find with people who want to be singers who don't like their voice. Well, that's a struggle. Gee, it must be a struggle. Like, mm. you know, so you, you know, that's why I did it. I'm yeah. like being blatantly honest. I just thought this is the best thing ever. I'm never yeah. going to shut up. And so I just didn't. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the whole reason that when we really love what we do and we do really well at it, it's yeah. because we love it and we're passionate about it. Yeah, that's why I think people get writer's block because it no longer becomes about what they love. It becomes mm. about what they think other people will like. They're judging yeah. their ideas and scrutinising themselves and it actually yeah. has nothing to do with anybody else. No. Um, you know, if you like something, just just do that. So yeah. that's something that I actually say to people. I'm like, when they want to start songwriting, it's like, well... Just look, write something that you like. Mm. Start there yeah. and you will always be unique to you then. Yes. It will always be different and, um, yeah, just do that. That's the best way to do it. But mm. that's why I sang and that's why my parents put me in lessons and I did the country music festivals. Like I used to mm. miss school camps and things. I'd rather go to a festival and sing than go to a school yeah. camp. Well, isn't that great that your parents – supported you with that yeah they were amazing well. they yeah. were very 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 supportive yeah I had um a very charmed upbringing in that sense where they like like pushed me and but not in a forceful way they just no. encouraged me yes um gently yes and they obviously could hear you had talent I think so, so. I think they did you like see it. dad used to kind of he was quite funny he would say things like you're not ready for that song yet because I would do it and I always wanted to sing Blue by Leanne Rhymes. Oh, and right. I think I started trying to sing it when I was like eight or nine. And, you know, I didn't sing it until I was 12 on stage mm. because he's like, you're not there yet, you're not there yet. But he used to, we used to practice it, but he never mm. let me go on stage when I couldn't do something, sure. which is really clever. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing worse than almost nailing something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just if you can't nail it, don't do it. Keep practicing. Yeah. But wait until Just you get there. going. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Daryl Braithwaite said nine times out of ten, if you love what you're doing, then other people will as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Even if they don't like it. Like I always expected to be bullied at school for singing country music. And I just expected that people would always assume I was uncool because I didn't think I was very cool. And it was funny. Like... I had nearly every student say to me, whoever commented on my singing, go, I don't like country music, but I like it when you sing it. Hmm. 
Yeah. So you know, you, it's that weird thing. I loved it, so they loved yeah. it. I don't know how. So it's really, it's your expression of it. And because it means yeah. so much to you. Yeah. So I guess when you, because you are sort of considered a contemporary country yeah. singer. But yeah. you did say that you re- really lean towards country. country. So is that yeah. the Americana stuff or? Um, I would say probably yes. Like songwriters like Patty Griffin, mm-hmm. she's someone who I you know, I love the way she writes songs. Mm. But I definitely would say I'm more leaning towards the Americana style. Probably not the current day one because it's so yeah. close to pop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like Dan and Shay are great, but it's pop. Yeah. yeah. It's just with a country twang. So I kind of feel like I'm more like 90s contemporary country. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Great era. The, and 90s the 80s were great. Yes. Um, and, um, if I'm not in the contemporary country thing, I'm probably just singer-songwriter. Yeah. 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 So, but some of the stuff I write is really pop. It just depends who I'm writing with. Like I wrote mm-hmm. with a young girl named Taylor White on Monday. And, you know, we just wrote another Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's but great. country Taylor, you know, yeah. early days yeah. Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. And that's kind of the feel of the song. So yes. it depends who I'm writing with and what it's for. Like that song's for her. Yeah. Um, that's not going to be a song that I will sing. Although I thought it was adorable. Mm. It's a cute song. But yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we had to do that. When I was studying, they'd throw you into a genre and – They'll just give you – everybody has to do the song and it'll be in reggae, it'll be in something else, it'll mm. be in this and this genre. And we had blues, which apparently I can sing the blues. Oh, that's awesome. But it's funny because I always just thought, oh. <laughs> and I love the ballads and all those sort of, you know, big ballady type The drama songs. Style songs, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we oh. had – what was it? Oh, Build Me Up Buttercup. Oh, build me up, buttercup. buttercup and you yeah. had to make it build blues. And so I was like, why do you build me up, buttercup, baby? Yeah. <laughs> when you let me down and turn it around. So you can play with a lot of songs and great songs and make it your own still. Yeah. I always believe a song will continue to evolve. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly right. But it's interesting to play with that like Dave and you did with your version of Do I. I know. Because it does. It went from being contemporary country to like folk singer-songwritery almost. which is nice. And then we just kind of kept the last chorus the old way but slowed it down. Yeah. Yeah. Because that way you can even see what your range can do and, yeah, you know, thinking, wow, I didn't think I could sing that, but, <laughs> but I can. And maybe, you know, that's when you can work with other people. So you had Matt Fell, was it? That yeah, so Matt it? Fell's He's produced everything I've done. Yeah. Um, oh, except, no, sorry, incorrect. He produced my first EP. Mm-hmm. He was engineer on my second EP and yeah. he produced the last – song that I released and this new song that I've got here produced yeah. that as well. Wow. So he's been very heavily involved in everything. But, you know, Matt's a pretty chill guy. Yeah. You know, he's super quick to work with. Um, but, yeah, Glenn Hanna, who was yeah. a great, um, great hero of mine, he yes. did my second EP. Oh, wow. So yeah. it was pretty well, special yeah. that I got that experience with him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. very sad loss to the industry. I many, know. many felt it. I know. But I know. what a legacy he has left and he touched so many people's lives and he just had that magical touch. So how beautiful for you to be able to have something yeah. where he was part of so that can still live on. I know. As he, well. As he was super kind, life. you know, mm-hmm. like, and I kind of, I will always just be really, you know, disgustingly proud that he thought I was good enough to, <laughs> to give me any time to work with me at all. Because I just thought that, and I still, you know, everything he did, I just loved everything he did, and I loved yeah. every, I love everything that Fliss has done. Yes, and Felicity um, Urquhart for all our Americans. Yeah, Felicity Urquhart, yeah. like she's also a hero of mine. So mm. I just, I'm just so proud that he gave me time. Yes, you know, and he said he liked it. So yep. it's like, wow. Well, I think contemporary country music. 
I mean, you're really singing from the heart. There are great songs these days with the different genres that can really move you and in a different way and, and hit things. But I think a lot of it's so fast and just releasing a lot of singles and hits that's pumping out. We've got to move with the times, I guess, and the generations that are coming through. But classics are classics, and certain eras just built those. And a lot of people these days tend to go back to the 70s or the 80s, and they're doing remixes of that song because they were lucky enough that their parents introduced that music to them Yeah, yeah, and to bring it back. But you can still have your own take on it and own the song the way you present it. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to or somebody you would like to write with oh that to write with you? yeah oh yeah um yeah I think like I don't know whether I would ever feel like I deserve to sit down with Patty Griffin and write a song with her but I'd love to have a cup of tea yeah um someone else though is um actually this songwriter named Sarah Buxton mm-hmm. I think she's a fantastic songwriter and uh, yeah, there's so many, really. Yeah, it's a real back catalogue. Probably of great John songs. Mayer. Yes, he seems uh, to be a favourite. John Mayer's just great. Yeah. Like, I really like what he does. Yeah, and um, you know, maybe some of the guys who wrote Friends in Low Places sit yeah. down and write a song with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty hard to choose. Oh, actually, Bob Dylan. Yeah. I don't think he would like anything I suggested to him, but I don't care. <laughs> he'd be like know, he'd be know. like, You need to work on that. He's like, I like the idea, but that line sucks. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Well, I uh had the pleasure of doing a workshop with Pat Patterson. He's oh, yeah. um at the Boston College, Berkeley College of Music. So he's gonna join me as a guest one day, which I'm looking forward to and John Mayer quite often you know, converses with Pat. Now, I've just written this song and these lyrics, and he just has this way, Pat, of how to unfold the boxes to tell the next part of the story and to bring it in. And he's got a really wacky sense of humour too. Yeah, it's definitely a puzzle. <laughs> it is. And you're trying to figure out. It just constantly changes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. So is there any song you can think of that you would like think, oh, I would love to rewrite that. <laughs> rewrite. Yeah. Uh, something that you thought didn't maybe go right or you think it needed something? or I think that there's one song in particular that really annoys me. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, there's two. So what about me? Oh, yeah. Okay. The reason why I dislike that song is it's just so self-pity. Yeah. It's like a self-pity song. Yep. And it just sounds like someone whinging. Mm. And I wouldn't have let the song go in that direction. Yeah. Um lyric. I would have said yeah. something else like what can I do or just like obviously that's not a good op- uh, uh, version but like for the song to have ended up being so whingy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could have ever written it. Yeah. It's just bothersome and then the other song is cat what's his name cat stevens cat stevens he has that song um the 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 what is it like it's talking about it's a dangerous world or a mad world oh mad world mad world is it mad Uh, world no no cat stevens he's got this song and i can't remember what it is and it's like he's basically saying in the song he doesn't want this woman to leave him, but mm. she's decided to leave him. So he's saying things like, you know, you're not going to get anywhere on a smile. Like he's basically trying oh, okay. to fear monger her into staying with him by yeah. saying that she won't be able to handle yep. the outside world. Yeah. And I just think that's so ugly. <laughs> yeah. So I, like I heard that. I remember someone, I was in France mm. and someone, this song came on. They're like, I love this song. And I'm listening to it and I was just like, what a prick. <laughs> yeah. Who is this guy? Do we like him? I don't like him. And I think this is the funny thing about a melody with lyrics is that yeah. people don't listen. 
I'm like, what is he saying? Yes. No. Yeah. No. No, yeah. no, no. No, we we ladies have come long and far since I know, and I'm like, this too. was played on the radio. I mean, okay, yeah. it sounds good. The melody's good. And the, ly- the lyrics are interesting. Mm. Like, it's interesting to listen to a narcissist sing. Okay. But <laughs> I just listened to it. I was like, who said yes to this? It annoys me. So, well, it might have just been a generational thing, and definitely, how that perspective was looked at. Definitely, so, but he has written some great songs. Oh, as well, he definitely of has. Oh, there's yeah. another, there's there's a few songs, but I, just that song, I was like, that song, that, yeah. So that affected you. So sometimes that's yeah, it affected me just because I was like, I just thought, you know, I don't like people seeing taking the shine out of someone Mm -hmm. you know like stupid boy written by sarah buxton yeah and keith urban sings it you know she's like saying the song is like stupid boy you can't fence that in stupid boy it's like holding back the wind you know she gave her heart and soul in your hands and you tore every dream and you crushed her plans Mm -hmm. so it's like he was trying to tear her down to his level yeah so that for himself yeah and that's why that song bothered me because I was like, you don't care about what possibilities are there for that person. Mm. You're just concerned about what you want yeah, and you don't want her to leave. So you're willing to bag her out yeah, yeah. and belittle her and say, you know, you're not, your looks aren't everything or whatever it is. Yeah. It's a power yeah. play. Yeah. And I think about things way too much. <laughs> well, I think we... <laughs> all get affected by certain things and there's little things that just push those emotional buttons, little triggers. It's annoying. I, th- I think it's an annoying pattern too. Yeah. Girls do it to guys. It's not yeah. like it's a one-way street. Yeah. You know, parents even do it to children when they don't mm. want them to leave or they don't want them to leave town so they might not say that they'll get that job or, yeah. you know, they'll, they might not say, oh, that won't work out because they yeah. might bag the other person out or he won't. It won't work out with him, and it's just because they don't want them to leave. Yeah. But um, I I think it's okay to bear that honestly and be honest about. But when you're trying to manipulate it, yeah. So if you're honestly saying, you know, I, I don't want you to leave, so that probably won't work out. I can deal with that. Yeah. But it's when it's the sneaky version of that, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah. I don't think you can do this. Yeah. Do you think you can do this? But you could stay here and you know everything will be fine. Yeah, that could be an interesting you know set of I mean? lyrics for you, for it's a not, song. Yeah. Well, uh, see, Just, that to me, that oh, that would have to be an accidental, you know, stroke of genius for me to write that because that idea is so complex. That's mm. one of the reasons why that song is a good song. Yeah, because it gets people's attention. It's like, wow, you put all of that into that song. That's clever. Mm. Yeah. But, um, like the whole motivation behind it is not very nice. So you like integrity, respect. Yeah, I do. I think that like you, you shouldn't, um, Mm. you you should have, you can stuff up, but you got to have good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Like I will always forgive that in a friend if they do something that is like, ah, nah, why'd you do that? But if I know that they had good intentions, I can forgive it. Yeah. Because it's like, well, you didn't mean it. No. You know, it didn't work out the way you wanted it to go. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a train wreck, but I know you love me. So yeah. I can, that, that to me is very, very, it's fine. Yeah. It's well, when the intentions aren't good. Yeah. Well, people do have knee-jerk reactions sometimes, so. Yeah. And God, uh, we all make mistakes. Once it's out there, sometimes you just can't take it back. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to sort of. You know, but when you're forgiving and and things like that, or you have that understanding of how human nature works, mm. and and you know that really deep down that person's a good soul. Yeah, but yeah they yeah. just kind of got off track or dis, yeah, discombobulated I, or something. I or always, I don't mind forgiving people or like because I know that you know you're going to stuff up too. So if you can't forgive someone else, yeah, then one day you might need them to forgive you. That's right. You gotta you know, treat them the way you would want to be treated. Yes. Isn't that funny? Because I heard that last night in something that I was thinking about. So 
Everything that goes around comes around. So what rejuvenates you or what's your downtime for you? What do you love doing? I exercise. I go for mm-hmm. walks. I talk to my friends. I started meditating. I play squash. Great. Um, I eat. I like eating. Yes. More than probably I should. <laughs> um, and I like going to see live music. But, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what really is keeps me balanced. Yeah. Is yeah. movement. Yes. Exercise yes. I can hugely. understand that yeah. or just Sleep. running around. Sleep is good. Yes. We're working on that one. <laughs> it's been an interesting time. So how would you describe yourself in three words? Stubborn. <laughs> um, vibrant. Mm-hmm. And funny. Wow, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> and you are funny. The other night at the bar, <laughs> the things you were saying, that was just hilarious. I had a good giggle last night. So, uh, you know, uh, so you're a delight to um, see perform. Oh, thank you. And I'm you, so you glad do you know how to hold an audience. You do. Oh, thank it's, you. It's your voice and Such it's a your thank passion. You so much. So. You know, I'm sure mm. there's great things that are coming up. So you're releasing a song at the end of this year? Um, yes, I have a song and it's been surprisingly busy. Like I think I overloaded myself the last couple of weeks, to be yeah. honest. But um, I have a song it's produced and um, I just need to get the artwork and finish it off and, and release it. So mm. it'll be probably in January, I would say now, because December yeah. is right there. Yes. And, um, well, yeah, Christmas and Christmas and things. everything. <laughs> so, and I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of different things on my plate at the moment. So probably in January, I would say yeah. I'll be releasing it. Maybe I can release it on my birthday. Oh, so you're because I'm I'm birthday? January baby, so twenty ah. first of January. <laughs> yes. Oh, great. Oh, you're right on the cusp. Mm. So Capricorn Aquarius. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How about yourself? They always have. Oh, I'm a Virgo with a Leo rising and a Libra moon. Oh, so right. yeah, that'd say something right there. <laughs> like I don't know much about light. star signs. Loves to talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. My calling. So for people to find you, do you? Because you have Linktree, so they can find all yeah. those things. So if the best, probably the best way to find me is to go to Instagram, yeah. or you can just Google Kimberly Bowden Music. Yes. Um, but on Instagram, in my um, at the top, you, there's a Linktree thing, and sure. that will take you to Spotify or iTunes or, or Apple, everything. Yeah. You know, YouTube, everything. But sure. yeah, Kimberly Bowden Music. If you Google that, I will come up. Yeah. So if people, because I myself personally still like hard copies of CDs and things like that. Yeah. Not just streaming. Yeah. And of course, that's better for the artist. You know, streaming is, is doesn't no, it doesn't make much make money. a lot of money. Um. Yeah. No. I have I have hard copies of my first two EPs, but mm-hmm. not of the singles. Okay. So I haven't printed them. But I think that I will put them into a hard copy at some point. Yeah. Um, I think if I ever did an EP or something, I would just put them on as bonus tracks. Sure. And make it into an album. Yeah. You know, do something like that. Okay. Um, so eventually I think they would be available in a hard copy form, but at the moment they're not. And if someone wanted to buy my CD, they can either come along to a show or sure. they can email me and, and purchase it and I'll send it out to them. Okay. So have you got any gigs coming up? Yeah, I'm singing at the Trifford. Great, great venue. Yeah. I saw Bonnie right there. Ah, did you? Yes. Oh, shy. She was amazing. I bet. Um, Yeah, that's cool. I am going to be at the Trifford um, like the 12th of December. Gosh. Okay. I've got the worst memory. (laughs) <laughs> but I've got it that's on my okay. Facebook, so that's and then I I sing at the Osborne every Sunday as well. So if you want to come down and check me out, just okay. in a normal pub setting, I'm down there sure. from three thirty the till seven thirty. Um, it's um in the in Fortitude Valley. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, I remember that one mm. now. Ah, oh, awesome. So. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's, Thank you. I know you've got Thanks to be somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's been lovely to chat to you. So 
Your email address then is Kimberly Bowden Music at gmail.com. If you do want to purchase a CD, the links will be uh, on your Facebook page and places Mm -hmm. like that. You can also go into Spotify and search me in there as well. It's L-E-Y Kimberly Bowden. Yes. Yeah. 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 So... Thank you again. Thank you so and much. And I'm looking forward to hearing this new track. And I love Can't Stop Living It. Oh, thank you. So that's such a great song as well. It's a sweet well. song. Thank yeah. you. Oh, it's been a pleasure. So thank you, Mary Lou. You guys will have the pleasure of listening to two or three tracks. Uh, awesome. After the show, after this interview. So enjoy. Okay. Catch you next time. See you later. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
It's like a winter when you're on your own And you're in those broken things For another kind of point of view I know she'll be good to you I guess a part of me always knew She might be everything you think you need But where is that going? Thank you. 